0: Welcome to the Actors' Wish Podcast. My name is Sara Heiwe Rahimova, and I am an international actress, writer, and teacher. Today, let me be your scene partner. Let this podcast be your laboratory. And in this space, let your wish run free. I know you're ready to peel your layers, take risks, and open yourself to new levels of artistic discovery. Consider this your weekly dose of inspiration, technique, and community where actors support one another. Together we can explore our wishes beyond the classroom, beyond the audition room, beyond the stage and the screen, and cultivate a rich, vibrant, ongoing creative life. Let's turn down our brains, trust our bodies, activate our inner resources, and. Find joy in the process. Together, let's take the leap from actor to artist. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is episode four. I am so thrilled you're here. I'm so thankful for your support. I am so blown away by all of the folks listening <laughs> i'm so blown away by your investment in this space your recognition of it your digestion of it your celebration of it i'm just blown away already it's up for a few days and just to see that there's 50 people listening already just blows my mind thank you from the bottom of my heart i'm so thrilled to be in this collaboration with you. And I know I've spoken about this before, but this really is a dialogue. It's not a one-way conversation. I really wanna hear your input. So remember, you can always reach out to me um, either on Instagram or or by email. I'll have those uh, in the show notes. And thanks for bearing with me. I'm still figuring out how to do show notes. So it kind of looks more cohesive, but I thank you for your patience. And I simply cannot wait to hear from you. Nothing lights me up more than talking about the magical stuff that we call our craft. So for today, ooh, for today, F O U R or F O R, for today, I want to check in. How were the last few episodes for you? How was your experience? How. How have you become acquainted with the wish? (laughs) Has it entered your life in a new way like never before? Uh, I'm curious about whether or not you created a small routine for yourself, an artistic routine, and if so, how did it go? How did it feel? What did it feel to show up for yourself in that way, even in a small way, even if it's a five-minute investment every day, or if perhaps you didn't have time, or you're still kind of figuring out a routine, um, consider why it isn't working or hasn't worked yet. And this is not at all to to blame anyone or say you're doing it wrong. Right? There's no right way to do this. But again, just to reiterate, this time in our in the world, it's it's a liminal time to turn everything we've known on our heads and make some changes that really support and honor and nurture our artist selves and our human selves. And so even 10 minutes a day is a huge, amazing thing. It's these little increments that over time create these compounded leaps. And so I really wanted to share that because it's really changed my life and my relationship to my artist self and also my human self. So I'm very curious. Do let me know. I hope it's going quite well for you. And that we honor the up and down of the times and our own unique emotions, right? We're we're doing it through love. All of this, all of this is through love. And when we do it through love, I really believe nothing can go wrong. <laughs> love is like the secret magic ingredient. Um, before we dive in to the meat of the episode, I wanted to touch on one thing and I found this to be a really interesting synchronicity because I was talking with two friends both in Europe and this wasn't like a theme we had planned on talking about it just came up and it related to language specifically Uh, the gender of language and how a lot of languages are grammatically gendered. We have it in English, but not to the extent in, for instance, French, or, you know, in French you have the masculine and the feminine, or in Russian you get the masculine and the feminine and the neuter, or the neutral even. And so I was kind of blown away that, like my friend pointed out to me, she said, why didn't you call it the actress's wish? Or why is it not actress to artist? And I was stumped. I was literally stumped. I said, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's so rare. It is so rare for me to call myself an actress because, you know, excluding the introduction of this episode, or not episode, the podcast itself, (laughs) I still really play with whether... I'm an actress or an actor or an artist or something in between. I think. I think the root of it is I want to be taken seriously, so I call myself an actor. And I think a lot of us fall into this, like this is how deep the patriarchy runs. (laughs) Like I know maybe the actress's wish doesn't have that same succinctness, but the fact that I never even considered it is kind of sad. (laughs) So I really want to honor the possibility of changing that and I also want to make it clear that every gender, every sexuality, every religion, every skin color, every place of birth, every, every ability, a level of different abilities are are welcome here and if I somehow forgot something do let me know. Reach out. And I, w- I want this to be an inclusive space. So so because I'm specifically speaking about gender now, you know, it's not just for masculine and feminine. It's, it's non-binary. It's gender non-conforming. It's gender queer. It's transgender. This is an inclusive, safe space for us to bring our voices together because all of us deserve that kind of respect. All of us deserve that kind of uh, visibility. All of that, all of us deserve that kind of representation. So going forward, I just, I really want to honor that. And perhaps we can come up with a new name (laughs) where it's like, I don't know, even thinking of the term performer, I would never say performer Uh, Maybe, maybe we can become not just actors, but actor-i? <laughs> I don't know exactly where I'm going with this, but if you have any idea, do let me know. Because our task in the arts and in theater, we we reflect society and culture, and we can only do so authentically when all souls are seen, heard, valued, and represented. So that is something I wanted to touch upon and just make sure that we're all loving and respecting and honoring each other in this space, in our electronic ensemble. And I think that is the perfect segue to move into the main meat of today, which is ensemble. Ensemble. Why is ensemble important? Ooh, 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 ooh. I love this question because I'm always reflecting on this question. Maybe you are too. So we're going to take a little trip back to that amazing, enigmatic, revolutionary theater in Uzbekistan, the Ilkom Theater of Mark Weil in Tashkent. And I'm just going to kind of lay out the landscape of of the repertory there and of the ensemble there. So the Ilkom Theater is, is like a standard Russian theater in terms of a rotating repertory so for instance they have between 12 and 16 shows that are on constant rotation so they perform six days a week tuesday through sunday monday is the dark day and every day is a different show let that just like blow your minds every day is a different show because this blew my mind The stage is completely turned over. Perhaps some of the same actors who performed yesterday perform now today, but in a different role. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. So these these shows spin throughout the month, and obviously some shows have to double up, right? There's not 30 shows, there's like 16. So some of them will double up, Uh, but It's just a marvelous method. It's so freaking cool. And to do this kind of work, you need the beautiful essence of the ensemble. And the ensemble at the Ilkhom and in the Russian method is really born from the school. So my class, my studio, Studio 7, we were the main focus of my teachers for three years. And over that period of time, my classmates and I built this incredible energetic bond with each other. And it took time. It takes time to build these kinds of relationships. And we have to honor and nurture that time because it is so vital to creating dramatic art. I mean, it's like the soul of it. (laughs) This is, it's a collaboration, right? Theater is between you and the partner or partners or audience. It's a collective. It's a collective collaboration. So my classmates and I, over three years, developed this incredible bond where we not only trusted each other, which is so big, right? To be able to create any kind of artistic space you need trust and safety i think that is the absolute foundation and respect trust safety and respect it's just an ing- it's an it's a necessity they're vital ingredients because if you don't trust your partners then in life what can you do with them on the stage <laughs> when it's even more extreme so this strong energetic bond is is already brewing it's in a constant process so when you hit the stage that baseline that foundation is already there. So you can explore all these new heights. You can take the play or the character or the improvisation to new levels every time you're on stage. It's just absolutely amazing. And it's literally raising the possibilities and the bar of the craft every time you get up. Another important quality of the ensemble and having that type of energetic bond that baseline of trust and safety and respect is that it's a an amazing supple space to take risks oh my gosh how could you even take a risk if you didn't trust or feel safe with your partners and I think so much of our our craft is, is creating space to take risks, to push and challenge one another because that's what allows improvisation to bloom, right? We need this solid structure and then we create bits of spontaneity in between. It's not that I'm getting from A to B, but it's how I'm getting from A to B night after night. And the beauty is that when you have this kind of energetic bond, you learn the weak points and the strong points of your partners. And you know how you can help one another, how you can enrich one another, how you can provoke one another. And it's just this beautiful friendship and family connection that gets stronger every time you get up. It just adds this this beautiful magical element to a performance and I definitely felt that when I saw the Ilkhom in Seattle. I, I didn't know how to name it but I felt it and that's what just drew me in because before that I had never seen an ensemble like that at work and it just changed the game for me. I knew on a guttural level that I want to be part of this kind of art. So going back to to the repertory so the really cool thing is that the ilcombe school actually fuels the repertory so my teachers they'd be working with us during the day and then we'd watch them perform at night and over time we would get integrated into the repertory once we've graduated and done our own diploma work right like full integration of the process and it was a phenomenal thing because I could see my classmates, like we had our own shows, but we also had shows where we, were, uh, where we were integrated into shows that were already in the repertory. Maybe a show had been in there for a year. Maybe a show had been in there for 20 years. And it already, like the play itself already has that atmosphere. It already has that kind of depth. And you're, you're plunging yourself into this rich tapestry. And even the audience themselves has this amazing bond with the piece. It's just this, such a fruitful connection. I'm getting like all these chills talking about it cause I get so excited. <laughs> so maybe you're thinking that like, oh, if you have the same shows in repertory and you're seeing them again and again over the course of a year, maybe that could get boring. But let me tell you, it is quite the opposite of boring. It is actually, I think it makes it the most interesting because these actors, they make it fresh every single time. I remember seeing a few of my teachers, one of them in particular, Olga Viktorovna Volodina, every time, she was my one of my elocution teachers and she <laughs> She's one of those artists where you watch her on stage and you're just, your mouth drops, and you say, how how does she do that? How does she do that? Every single show, and I've seen her in the same show maybe like 15 times, every time it's different, every time I'm surprised, every time I'm laughing in a place I didn't expect to, every time I'm crying in a place I didn't expect to, every time. I'm just jolted anew. It's just incredible. And that's what that beautiful, fertile space allows. It allows you to grow with a piece, to grow with the characters, to grow with the roles, to grow with the atmosphere. And over time, you can also move and develop into different roles. Like perhaps you start out as a young ingenue, but over time you move into this I don't know, this woman who's more commanding of her space and more sexually aware or something like that. It allows you to even grow within the piece itself, which is so cool, which is a new challenge, which is just a new way to expand our dexterity and develop our versatility. Like you're always somehow in motion. And it's so, so beautiful. And another beautiful factor of this uh, is that, you know, when my classmates and I arrived on the Ilkholm stage, we were younger than a lot of the actors. And and it's it's a visceral kind of sense. You can tell who's a little more fresh and who's, who's a little more, not refined isn't the right word, but who's been in the game longer. You You feel that, but I also feel this beautiful ushering and mentoring in the process like i loved being with actors who are better than me i don't know about you but i do not want to be the best actor in the room i want to be working with people who are better than me i want to be learning i want to be growing so i just wanted to share this this beautiful possibility of how it can be and how it does exist in many places and the fact that it doesn't yet exist here is is okay. I'm not shaming, I'm not blaming, but I know, ooh, I know we have a craving for it. I know we have a craving um, in the artists themselves, like us as artists, we want this. And I, I believe that we have a craving on a larger communal and cultural level. Since I've been back, this wish has been in me because I've learned how the process of creation and performing and connecting can be in this kind of fertile dynamic atmosphere. And then I think, why? Why would we not want to also have that for our artists and our communities and our audiences and our and our own artistic pursuits? Um, So I've had that wish in me and, you know, I'll bring it up from time to time with different people and I just consistently hear, oh, it's not possible. Oh, that's not how it's done here. Oh, I've tried, it doesn't work. Oh, you know, it's our system. It doesn't support that. In the West, specifically North America, I think in Europe there's a little more flexibility with that um, and just a different relationship to the arts in general. But I believe... I mean, I feel it. I don't know if you feel it, but I feel it. The times, I mean, all around, but also in the industry, in the arts, the times, they are a change in. <laughs> I was reflecting on how many times people have told me I can't do something and then I do it anyway. <laughs> so here is a testament to breaking the rules. I'm going to offer a little list because... I find it fascinating just reflecting on like, oh, right, someone told me I couldn't do that, but I listened to my impulse instead of what they said. (laughs) So maybe this can empower you to do the same. So I remember people telling me that I could not go to Uzbekistan by myself as a young woman. I remember being in Tashkent and people telling me that if I come back to the States, I'll lose myself as an artist. I remember people telling me that I, it's just not possible to have a long-distance relationship and you know, how can you balance bringing your, your love here and balancing creating a career? It's just not possible. Or to an even greater level, you can't be a fully formed artist and also have um, a loving relationship. That I feel like is a really big one that I've heard a lot. And then I heard that you can't move to New York City without any solid American acting work on my resume. And then I heard that you can't get on Broadway, Broadway Broadway with your own work. Actually, side note, that was my own critical voice in my head. (laughs) But it can be as strong, so just be aware. (laughs) And then I've heard time and time again, you can't build an ensemble here. It just won't work. It won't thrive. Oh, that's a lot of no's, but also it's a lot more yeses. So I wanna focus on the no turned upside down, which I'm calling a yes right now. (laughs) So as I said, the wish to create and build an ensemble has been in me even before I got back to the states because I see it as a beautiful way perhaps one of the most authentic true ways where we can all thrive and I don't just mean actors which of course is a friggin huge priority for me because I I am an actor actress right I am I am I'm all the things <laughs> because you know, I'm an actor. We are actors. We are artists. We deserve to be valued. We deserve to be recognized. We deserve to be paid more than competently for the incredible work we do. We deserve to be artistically fulfilled and challenged and just seen and heard and felt. But also, this translates for the audience. The audience deserves to develop and see and experience these kinds of connections and fertile energetic bonds and to build, build the tales in our society. And then it of course extends to the whole community and the culture as a whole. Like, as I said at the beginning, the theater is a mirror for society. And right now in our industry, in the very individualistic level we're at, what are we reflecting back? It feels like we're only reflecting fragments or bits or pieces of ourselves because can you really dig into something before it's scrapped and then you're catapulted to a new task or you're in a show and you still have to audition for 20 other shows? or? you know, before any development can occur in what you're doing, you move on to the next bright thing. It's 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 very business oriented. It's very money oriented. And I understand that we can't ignore that, right? We have to work with it. But even that system can be taken down. It can be transmuted. It can be transformed. We can break the old rules to build something new. And Let me say from a deep, personal, visceral level, there is nothing like living within, creating from an ensemble or even watching one at work. It is, it surpasses all barriers. It is a soul connection. When you perform together on a stage night after night or meet for a rehearsal day after day, that's when theater becomes transcendental. That is when we transcend thoughts or barriers or beliefs and connect in terms of spirit. That's literally when the wish just is set free. And this is what I hope to create with you all, from from my mouth to your earbuds, from your messages to new ideas, from, from new possibilities of creating and being. And I am so, so, so excited. I know we can do it. I know that we're already doing it. We're already showing up. Even in this electric ensemble format, we are here. We're here to break old rules and make new ones, and I know You are ready. I know you're ready. I know you're ready. (laughs) So let's go. Let's go. Let's make it. I'm so curious to hear your ideas, what the ensemble means to you. If you've perhaps, perhaps, I love every time new words come up. I just love it. If you perhaps have experienced the magic of the ensemble, if... If you are eager to incorporate it into your own artistic dreams, I'm very, very curious. So please let me know. I also wanted to mention as well that the actors of the theater the Ilkholms Ensemble Theater continued to balance other work, like a lot of them continued to work in film or do work on the radio or work in commercials, but to have that kind of artistic foundation and that artistic family just allowed for more opportunities to blossom and, and to return home almost when they got to go go back to that stage and and rekindle that feeling within themselves and their and their castmates and their ensemble there's nothing like it so in terms of thinking that this is being an ensemble is more limiting i actually want to propose the idea that it's limitless that you're inviting in more infinite possibilities and creative possibilities in amazing fresh ways So for today's elocution, riffs, articulation, diction, I want to take our no and flip it into a yes. And I know that Y is kind of a vowel, but whatever, we're bending the rules today, so we're gonna bend the rules here. And today, (laughs) ha 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 Let's shake up our format. So I will go slowly and I encourage you to just try as you're listening. I'll have the, the, uh, the articulation phrase in the show notes, but just give it a try. See how it moves in your body. See what kind of sensors or resources are turned on because I guarantee that your body is going to get it before your head. So just give it a try. So we have the consonant, N, and then we have the potential consonant, Y, and we have our vowels, A, E, I, O, U. We're gonna start with N, and then we're going to move to Y, and pair each consonant with the vowels, and then we're gonna pair the N to the Y, and do an inverse with the Y to the N. If that doesn't make sense, it's okay. Just jump in with me and trust your impulse. Turn down your brain, trust your impulse, lead with the wish, ooh, ooh, ooh. And remember, this is a reminder to me because I almost forgot. Before we do <laughs> any, any task, we, we set the scene, right? Vinyimonyi, attention. naturally, begin. Ne ni, nai, no, new. Yea, ye, yai, yo, you. Nay, yea, ni, ye, nai, yai, no, yo, new, you, and the inverse. Yea, nay, ye, ni, yai, nai, yo, no, you, new. we flip no on its head to yes. Let's do it. The possibilities are limitless. We are here. We are bending the rules. We are making new rules where we can all thrive together and create magical, transcendental art. So thank you again for being here. Please do let me know your thoughts. I'm always so curious. Please uh, either... Find me on Instagram at serabanda, S-E-R-A-B-A-N-D-A, or write me a wish letter at um. Impulse at actortoartist.com. I deeply thank you for your time. I thank you for your energy. Thank you for being here and building this collaborative ensemble with me. I see you. I value you. I respect you. And we are creating this beautiful, safe space, this safe, inclusive space where we can all grow together. I'm so thankful. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me and pressing play on yourself today. If this episode resonated with you, be sure to share it with a friend or leave a review on iTunes. We are building the ensemble, so the more people who see it, the more rich and diverse our collective will be. If you're looking for extra inspiration, come find me on Instagram at Serebanda. I am so eager to connect and I'll be ready with a new task for us to explore next week. In the meantime, enjoy the process. Just remember to lead with your wish.